welcome to a brand new episode of the Soul Blazers podcast. Co-hosts Amanda Ware, our Christmas queen and founder of Hello Holidays, and Dr. Kara Osborne, our multi-venture guru, are ready to sit down and share their stories, insights, and wisdom to inspire aspiring trailblazers like you who are gearing up to start your own business, seeking personal growth, or looking for that spark to set your soul ablaze. To further our understanding of the Enneagram, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing mistyping and how you shouldn't try and type other people. Your Enneagram number comes from your own internal motivation. So Amanda and I could do the very same things and even seem very similar, but our reason, our underlying only known to us rationale or reason for doing that thing is always going to be different because she's coming at it from a seven perspective where she wants to have options and whatever and keep everything open. I'm coming at it from a place of like, I need to feel competent. I need to feel like I understand. I need to feel like I have the information to make a competent decision. That could look exactly the same from the outside. And I think it is really common to want to like type your friends and family and whatever. And when you feel that way, what I would encourage people to do is have a conversation, like give them the tools, have the conversation. You can't force it on them just because you're learning it and you're all excited about it. You can't force somebody else to do it and you shouldn't. That being said, if you find yourself thinking your husband's, you know, this or that, it is useful for you to see how you show up in that relationship. So why do you think that? Why are you feeling the relationship the way you're feeling it? But it's all meant to be self-reflective. So in that way, don't type somebody else because you will often mistype them. So what is mistyping? Mistyping essentially happens when you don't get to those core fears and desires and lost childhood messages. If you're just looking at behavioral characteristics or you're just kind of at the surface, that's when things get mistyped. Or certain types have a tendency to mistype because they can't be quite vulnerable enough or get to the like level of authenticity they need to to really accept something that feels bad so usually I tell people you know you've got the right Enneagram type when it kind of makes you want to (laughs) puke and if you're a three and you are completely addicted to being seen as successful and a winner the last thing you want to do is give up your persona. So if you're a three and the way that you've gotten gold stars in life is to look like a two, which happens for women all the time, of like, this is why all the women at church think they're a two. Like, it's, they are helping. And by God, they're the best helper that ever existed. And they have out helped every other helper that ever lived. And you know you can get some help. That is not being a helper because you're a two helper. That is a three who's decided being a helper is the way to win. Mm. And they are putting on that mask and they're not going to want to put it down because if they say, actually, I'm helping because I want the gold star or I want the cookie that comes from being the helper, that's really vulnerable and self-exposing. And especially for threes, that's a really hard thing to do sixes who don't want to think of themselves as negative Nancy and don't want to believe you know they think they're just 
doing everybody a favor by thinking about how every single thing can go wrong. They don't realize that they're like wasting valuable life source energy on all these things that never happen. Like you've spent two hours thinking through all the ways this could go wrong. What is the chance that any of those things happen? Slim to none, right? Like, so mistapping often happens from essentially resisting your core fears, motivations, drives. And sometimes we mistype by looking at someone who might, you just see them in stress. That's right. And that, or you see them when they are in their, you know, their best stance, like a nine at a three, in a three, they're achieving, achieving. You might think, oh, well, they're so competitive that they're a three, but they're really a nine. If you only ever see somebody at the lake and they're your lake friend, and then all of a sudden you are put in some professional situation with them and you're like, hey, how's it going? What did you, like, what boat snacks did you do this weekend? Whatever. (laughs) And you get into the meeting and they're like, you know, taking people's heads off left and right. And you're like, wait, what? I thought I knew you. It's just the mode that they've learned to go into at work or under stress or maybe they feel super secure. Like for me as a five, if I feel really confident in my role on like the Women of Oz board or whatever and can shift into that eight challenger leader role, there are people who only know me from being on a board with me who think that that's just who I am and that's how I live my life, you know, and would be shocked to know that actually I am usually the b-side of the record thank you so much for listening to another episode of the soul blazers podcast kara and amanda your soul blazing big sisters are just laying the foundation for all of the amazing things to come if you want to stay up to date on new episodes be notified of any discounts or get a glimpse of what we are working on behind the scenes go to soulblazers.com and subscribe to our newsletter until next time soul blazers